0: hello everyone and welcome to the zen creator podcast the show that encourages ordinary people to unlock their extraordinary creativity i'm john hardy bell and today i'd like to talk about the delicate balance between your creative passion and your day job now ideally those two paths collide and you're able to make a living by doing what you love but a whole lot of us myself included still work a day job to round out our income So, how do we successfully maintain that balance? And more importantly, how do we finally take the leap away from the day job to pursue what we really love? So, without further ado, let's dive into it. Hey everyone, it is May 15th, 2018 and welcome to episode number 7 of the show. And today I wanted to talk about something that is super relevant to me, and I'm sure it's relevant to a lot of you guys listening, and that's the challenge of developing your creative endeavor while you're still maintaining a day job. And for some of us, it's not just the day job, it's the dreaded day job. I know it's definitely been that for me sometimes. And so, of course, I'm not dogging work at all. Uh, You have to make a living, especially when you have a mortgage to pay every month, bills to pay, mouths to feed. But unless your job is something that you're really passionate about, a lot of times, unfortunately, it feels like it's just getting in the way of that thing that you really want to do, which is your creative pursuit. And there are a lot of other things, of course, that I want to do outside of my current job. And I'm working pretty hard to accomplish those things. And I'm actually happy to say that my hard work is starting to pay off in a lot of areas. So my first novel, The Strategist, it's still doing really well. The new novel, I've been working on the follow up to it. It's coming along nicely and it should be ready for release in the next couple of months. Keeping my fingers crossed on that one. And I've even started an apparel brand that promotes a message that I'm really passionate about, which is mindfulness through meditation. So things are definitely coming together, but not quite enough to allow me to pursue all of it full time just yet, which is obviously the ultimate goal. So the struggle for me has been how to balance my creative ambition with a nine to five that, frankly, I really don't dig that much at all. And more importantly, how does anybody balance that successfully? Because a lot of us have to. And for me, I'd say that some days are definitely easier than others. So when you have to work for somebody else, you're basically at the mercy of their schedule and their demands, which means that they can change things up whenever they want to. So unless you do the same thing day after day, which I don't, then there's really not a good way to predict what a given day will present to you in the way of workload or stress. And the more I have of either of those things, the less likely I am to have any energy left for my creative projects when my work is finished. But if there's a plus side, I'd say that it's that uh, I do have an office job, which requires me to sit in front of a computer all day. But since most of my creative work is also computer based, I'm able to take some breaks here and there to do a bit of the work. So that's good. But the demands of the job, uh, because of the demands of the job, I don't always get those breaks. When I do, though, I manage to do things like write out the outline for this podcast, which I did yesterday. Or, yeah, I actually did that yesterday. So um, I can definitely find ways to spend the time really wisely. But, you know, the grind of working for someone else when I have such clearly defined ambitions for myself, it can honestly be really draining. And a lot of the time, there just isn't a lot of energy left, as I said before, um, at the end of the day to do those things that I really, really want to do. It's been a lot better as of late, I think, because I've taken this quantum leap in my development. But, you know, it's still tough knowing that I only have a few hours in the day, usually at night uh, to give to something that I could easily spend the entire day doing. And the time gets squeezed. I feel even more because I have a family and they deserve my time and attention, too as much as anything else does. Now, on that front, I'm really fortunate because I have a supportive spouse who cheerleads everything that I do, but even with that, her being really supportive, it's still pretty tough. And we've both had to work hard to make adjustments and compromises over the years. And even with all that, there's still a lot of times that it's a struggle, but at the end of the day, she wants to see me win, even when I'm spending more time in the home office than probably I should be. And so add to all of that that we have an eight-year-old son, and, you know, most of the evenings when he comes home, it's devoted to him with homework and, you know, reading and that kind of thing. And my wife, again, being as great as she is, she holds down most of that stuff um, as far as the homework and that. So she doesn't really, you know, give me a hard time when he's doing homework or she's helping him. Uh, She doesn't give me that hard a time when I'm still in the office and I don't, you know, I don't come out until dinner is ready, you know. That's good, but I don't want to test her patience by making a habit of that. So I'm really trying to be a lot more mindful about the time that I spend, especially before uh, he goes to bed, you know, because that family stuff is that that work life balance is really important no matter what you're doing. But a lot of times creatives don't have the kind of support that I have at home, especially when they have families. It's a much tougher game for a lot of people. And sometimes there's friction especially when, you know, the fruits of your labor as a creative don't really become apparent right away. Or if unfortunately you're not seeing any success at all, so you're putting all this time in, but you're not really getting anything for it and your family isn't seeing anything as a result of all this work that you're putting in, that could put a lot of strain on everything. And so, you know, just in general, it's, it's tough when this thing that you love to do so much and it brings you so much joy is ultimately causing a disconnect in your relationship, And I'd be lying if I said that my wife and I didn't experience some of that because we have. But on the flip side, as of late, um, my proof, my life, I would say, is proof that that balance is possible. You can find a harmonious balance there. So as I mentioned earlier, I'm working on finishing up a novel. I also launched this podcast a little over a month ago, which I'm immensely proud of. And I launched that um, apparel line that I talked about And I'm doing all of this while I'm holding down a full-time day job and being a present, fully invested husband and a father. So the question is, how am I doing all of that? And really, honestly, I ask myself that question every day. Some days it's easy and some days it's, for lack of a better term, I mean, it's gut-wrenching. And anyone who's living this dual life They'll probably answer that about the same way. But as creatives, you know, we're striving for something better than what we currently have. I would say that the ups and downs are absolutely worth it, even if we find ourselves fumbling and stumbling through the process most of the time. Because there's not a manual for this. There's not an easy fix. Most of us are just riding it by the skin of our teeth. And, you know, I can say for certain that I've had some fumbles along the way. I've made some mistakes. We definitely all have. But I'd also like to think that I've learned from the small mistakes enough not to do those again. Um, As far as the big mistakes are concerned, there have been big mistakes. And really, I can count one major one. It's one mistake, but it's a major, major mistake. And that's the fact that I, in the past, and to some extent now, but mostly in the past, have allowed myself to get too comfortable. So for everything I said about the day job being difficult... Uh, especially when you don't love what you're doing. It can also be really comfortable because it's a routine. You know, we're talking about a stable income, benefits, retirement, basically none of the stuff that you're guaranteed with a writing career or some other kind of creative endeavor where you're the boss. And so, you know, there was really a big part of me that was scared to venture out on my own to start something where I was the only one who was responsible for the outcome. And all of those things that I talked about weren't really guaranteed, especially right away. You know, I was used to working in structured environments with the traditional hierarchy of the boss and the employee. So I knew when I was supposed to be at work. I knew when or what I was supposed to do when I was there. And I knew that at the end of the month, I was going to get paid for it. The check was going to be written. It was going to be cashed and I'd be able to pay all my bills and have some left over. It was definitely as far as balancing that with my creative self, it's definitely the left brain, right brain paradox kind of classic there. So I would say that I spend most of my life using the right brain um, as most of us creatives do. But then when I start to think about things that hyper-organized ego driven left brain starts to creep in, it takes over and it convinces me that all that security I was talking about and the predictability that comes with it is a lot more important, stepping out there on a limb and, and pursuing my creative passion basically. And uh, unfortunately for me more times than not, it was a left brain that seemed to win those battles. So what happened in the process was that I became really adverse to taking risks. That was kind of the final outcome of all this. You know, the left brain told me that that dream that I had, it was definitely worth working for, but it really was, it wasn't worth taking a risk for, you know, it wasn't worth putting myself out there on a limb for. And so what I had to eventually realize from that was that there's not any real progress or change without putting myself out there with the very serious real risk of failing miserably at whatever I'm trying to do. And that if I really wanted to grow, I'd have to leave my comfort zone and just absolutely not look back. But you know, even after I realized that because I came to that quite some time ago, but even after I did, it still wasn't easy putting it into practice because the pull of the left brain is still really strong. And You know, it's always managed to pull me back in even when I thought I was ready to jump off of the ledge. But what I finally decided was that and this was kind of the kicker for me, is that I could not keep living this life that basically didn't belong to me without making every serious effort in the world that I could to change the situation. And so now I feel like I'm changing it Um, and it starts with really doubling down on all of the things that I want to accomplish and working as hard as possible to make it happen. So hence the podcast is in creator, uh, the novel that I'm almost finished with and that apparel line. And aside from that, um, you know, it's good to create those things, but it really doesn't uh, it's not going to see its full potential if I'm not ready to take a risk and step out on that ledge. And by doing so, you know, I'm basically telling the ego to screw the comfort and the security and the predictability because that's not where my true purpose is, just like that's not where your true purpose is. So, again, you know, responsibility, it's really important. I don't want to discount that. That's not what this is about. You have to feed your family, but you also have to feed your soul, too. And if you're in a job every day that's sucking your soul or a job that's pulling you further and further away from your true calling, then it might really be time to take that leap. And for me, it was absolutely time to take the leap. So I'm jumping off. And I'm not doing so without a net. I mean, I do have some security in place, but I am trusting that the universe won't allow me to land too hard on my ass. (laughs) You know, even though it's a really scary thing to consider, I finally come to you know, realize and understand that breaking out of the prison, that's my comfort zone and it really is a prison. It's the only way to live the life of freedom that I really do want. And I think it's the only way, it's the only route for you to, to live the life that you want. So the message I want to get across is that you should not be afraid to take that leap. You know, taking a risk is something that most of us aren't used to. It's different, it's scary. And there's definitely not a guarantee that we'll be successful doing it. But the way I see it, there aren't many guarantees in life anyway. And at least by taking the leap, you're taking the situation into your own hands and charting your own course and telling the universe that it's you who's in charge of your destiny and you're not leaving it up to chance or to luck. So I'll leave the conversation there. I don't want to get too deeply into this. I just wanted to kind of raise the question and you know, come with that basic hypothesis that yes, you know, we do have to juggle responsibilities, but at some point there comes the time where we have to take that leap. And I finally come to that place now. And it's really kind of a celebration time for me. So this was as much sharing my little journey as it is hopefully inspiring you to look at your own life and see where you can take that leap. And, you know, there aren't any clear cut answers for or how You take that leap for yourself because that's solely up to you. But I do know, again, that you have to do it because, frankly, you know, we might only get one crack at making our dream happen, whatever it is. So once we've identified what that is, we have to go all in on it because there's no reward in playing it safe, especially when it comes to this stuff. And look, the world needs your talent and it needs it right now. And you have to look at it that way. You were given this talent. For a reason, and you were given awareness of it for a reason. So take that leap and trust that you will land exactly where you're supposed to because you will. So, with that, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate your time, and hopefully, you get a little something out of this, even if, as I said, it's just food for thought. So, if you're on the Anchor app, uh, I want you to be sure to hit that favorite button if you're listening on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. Ratings and reviews are the best way to help this show grow. So if you have a moment to leave one, I'd greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. And lastly, if you'd like to share your story of success or struggle, access the show notes or see what else I'm up to. Please visit johnhardybell.com slash the And I would love to have you join the conversation. So until next time, this is John reminding you that you were put on this planet to create. So you might as well enjoy the process. Take that leap of faith because it'll turn out exactly the way you need it to. Take care. And have an amazing day.